Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Sports Moles Football Shorts. I'm Barney Corkill and we're with our football editor Matt Law and it's the big one this time we're discussing the Europa League and Champions League finals. Uh, first a bit of admin to do from the semi-finals and it's looking pretty bleak for you isn't it Matt? There's, I've got an eight point lead. Um, Sevilla beating Manchester United did it for me, a double whammy for you. Um, an eight point lead going into it which means if we predict either of the same teams to win um, one of these finals you can't catch me. Yeah, it's not like I was saying earlier. It's not an ideal situation to be in, is it? Um, obviously, I won the first one, the Premier League one, so I thought I might let you have this one. Obviously, it's not <laughs> over, but uh, it might be over depending on what we do. I'd be surprised if we went different, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't done terrible to be honest. You've just you've pulled out a couple of really big ones, haven't you? The Sevilla one, uh, and you got Basel, didn't you, earlier in the competition? Mm. So yeah, like we've done pretty well between us in terms of you know who won, but those those two ones for you have, have been really big and obviously given you a good lead. In fairness, yeah, 24 results and there's only four I haven't got right, so I yeah. have done spectacularly well, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's hope we can continue that. Uh, we'll start with the Europa League final this evening. Um, it's a big, big game, isn't it? And between two of the, well, the two most successful teams in the competition's history now, Sevilla, as we know, have dominated this competition um, in recent years. They won it five times between 2006 and 2016. Inter Milan, more historical success. They've lifted the trophy three times, but are now in their fifth final, which only Sevilla can beat. Uh, Sevilla in their sixth final, having won all five previous ones. Obviously, Sevilla beat Manchester United in the last round, Matt, and Inter Milan thrashed Shakhtar Donetsk. How do you see this one going? Yeah, it's a really interesting one, isn't it? The, the, the game against United, for me, it was a strange game. You know, obviously United taking the lead, uh, another penalty, which I, I know you bought up again, but I'm not sure what you expect them to do. You know, they keep hacking them down inside the box. It was a weird penalty, to be honest, because you don't usually get those ones, do you, when the ball's already mm. already sort of gone and then, then the challenge comes in, but it's a rash challenge. And from that moment, you felt like, you know, it would be United's day, but obviously the, the equaliser from Suzo and then... A lot of pressure after half-time from United, wasn't there? But De Jong coming up with that big goal late on. And, you know, they get a lot of disrespect, don't they, Severe in this competition this season. People, you know, a lot of people fancied Wolves in in the round before that. A lot of people fancied Roma to beat them. A lot, a lot of people, including myself, fancied United. But it's just something about them, isn't there, in this competition. There's something uh, special. Obviously, the amount of times they've won it, you know, five occasions, obviously, including the UEFA, uh, the UEFA Cup. But, you know, done really well to get this far and... They're, they're a very solid team you wouldn't say they've got particularly spectacular I mean they're not even entirely sure who might start a centre forward for this game obviously De Jong scored last time out and Nesri's played there started quite a lot recently or Campos is the big one came off injured against United obviously but uh, should should shake off the knocks to play in this game which would be huge obviously their top scorer this season they're most a lot of what they do goes through him a lot of good work obviously Fernando in midfield and Benega in midfield Jordan they're both yeah, they're all three very good uh, they're all very good technicians. They're also very good, you know, in terms of providing a solid base in front of obviously a decent, a decent back four with two attacking fullbacks and and two solid players. Diego Carlos, obviously a player that a lot of people like, uh, an aggressive centre back, and how he performs against Lukaku is obviously going to be the big one. Inter, mm. on the other hand, you know, had a great season, haven't they? You know, made huge strides forward under Conte. You know, finishing second, and uh, you can fancy they might challenge next season. Obviously, there's a little bit of speculation surrounding Conte's future. You know, a bit of friction with the board, whether he'll stay. You know, whether this be his last game, would be be really surprised because if they won the Europa League and finished second, that's a great season isn't it, for Inter. I mean, they're such a big club, but you think about the problems they've had. You know, pushing up the league recently, but you know, six straight wins ahead of this game. Um, and you know obviously going in front of a massive win against Shakhtar I mean they, Shakhtar will, probably would have fancied themselves causing a lot of problems but you know Inter put them away didn't they Lukaku 33 goals this season 
been fantastic since arriving from United, obviously Martinez as well. So it's a really interesting game because both teams got their big players available for this game. Only a couple of really uh, sort of uh, players that might miss out probably will start. So there's no real major absentees. I've just gone into here, you know, Sevilla do have a lot of respect, but I do fancy in, so I've gone 2-1. Ah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I was going to go exactly the same, um, right. but I might actually I might change it just to keep the competition alive. <laughs> but I, to be fair, I, I'm I'm backing into as well. Like I, I, just the, the the victory over Shakhtar Donetsk was a real statement, wasn't it? Because when we talked about that game, we both backed Shakhtar maybe to score a few goals. Because yeah. you know, as we mentioned in that one, they're a team used to winning. Um, certainly not a team used to getting beaten five nil. Um, so that was a real statement of intent. Um, Sevilla, you mentioned they scraped past uh, Wolves with that late goal. They scraped past Manchester United. Um, and as you mentioned, their, their goalkeeper had a stormer just after half time, didn't, didn't yeah. he? So could have easily, you know, lost that game as well. So they've been less convincing getting to the final than into Milan. And you know, you you can't discount Sevilla's record in the final. Um, there's only a certain amount, you know, a 2006 match. Uh, only a certain amount of impact that can have on this match but you know they just go into this competition feeling invincible and particularly when you've won five out of five finals that does have an impact on your mentality certainly from the severe point of view um, so they will certainly fancy their chances but Inter Milan as you mentioned are just in such good form and with such good players Lukaku is you know shining brighter than any of them but also Lotaro Martinez is having a superb season um, so yeah I'm backing into Milan I, originally I did have it 2-1 but for the sake of the competition I'll go for 2-0 so you could still Good. potentially get a draw um, depending on what happens of course in Sunday's Champions League final which I've got to say is a match I really cannot wait for it's just got all the makings of an absolute classic hasn't it two teams who love to attack two teams completely free scoring uh, going head to head PSG in their first ever Champions League final Bayern Munich in their 11th so in terms of experience there couldn't be much more difference between them um, in terms of quality right now they're both littered with world class talent aren't they Matt? Yeah two it should be a fantastic final shouldn't it two sides obviously like you mentioned full of Full of goals, full of you know quality. You know, the fact that Bayern haven't lost you know since the start of December in any competition. I know obviously there was you know the lockdown period where there was uh, not games for a while, but still you know to be unbeaten for that long and their wind you know the the greens you you reel off their fixture list and they're just they're a winning machine, aren't they? They're just obviously but eight past Barcelona, three past Leon in the last mm. game, and Leon Leon caused a lot of problems in that game. You know, they had sort of certain periods in there to big chances early on and you felt that if they could have taken one or two of those, probably two they would have needed. And that's the thing for me, obviously buying a fantastic going forward, or you know, the team selection's obviously interesting and both team picked up a little bit of a knock in that game and obviously they've got Nicholas Saul back from from, from a long term knee injury. it does look like Bolton will play he continue again with Alaba and you think about the full backs, you know, Kimmich, obviously, you know, Pavard uh, has come back as well from injury, but it does look like Kimmich will play again, you know, an attacking fullback, and it probably doesn't get any more attacking left backs in the world than, than Alfonso Davis, does it? So mm-hmm. there's obviously going to be space for the likes of Mbappe, Neymar, Di Maria, uh, that probably will be the front three, Cardi maybe coming off the bench. There is going to be space for PSG, I think, and that's the difference. Obviously, PSG got players in the middle of the park. Obviously, Ferrati, you know, played, uh, come on substitute, didn't he, in the semi finals, whether he'll come into the team, because he's obviously the one player in the middle that. That, that really can pick a pass. Obviously, Marquinhos has been great. You know, Herrera players like that. They'll they'll work for the ball and win it back. But if they could get Verratti in the team, you know, Bayern will give them chances. But then you've got to worry about, you know, the likes of Gnabry, Lewandowski down the other end. Who, 
you know, Gnabry was fantastic, wasn't he, against against Leon? And you know, his story is just remarkable. Obviously, Lewandowski scoring mm. again. Muller's been in great form, great assists this season. Uh, you know, will Perisic continue again in the side? I'd be surprised if he changed a winning a winning team. You know, obviously, Koeman would be the one uh, that that perhaps would come into the eleven. So. It's a really, really big game. You know, Neymar I think deserves a mention as well. He's, he takes a lot of criticism. You know, some, some probably fair, some, some not so fair. And you know, he's been fantastic, isn't he, in, in inspiring PSG to the final. And if he could have an absolute worldy game in the final, then you know, put him right up there because, because ability-wise, you know, he's unbelievable, isn't he? Obviously, certain things he does, you know, perhaps off the field are not great, but you know, him and Pepe. Uh, and Di Maria as well, uh, some some sort of a t- attack going forward, isn't it? So it's a really big game. It should be open. Uh, I, I would struggle on this one because I was thinking, could it really could it really be a big score in Champions League final? But then I thought, how could it not be? Because obviously mm. both teams are going to go for it. They can't. They, they don't sit back and you know they're, they're used to dominating the ball. Two teams obviously dominate their league and have loads and loads of the ball and loads of chances. So. Uh, I've gone. I've gone buying three two here. Uh, I do expect that to happen normal time. Is that if that's the same as you? I'm not going to be happy. But uh, yeah, that is exactly the same oh, as me. Wow. I've gone three two as well. Um, I did toy with four two. Maybe I'll change it again. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I just I can't see anything but goals. You mentioned the chances Leon created against Bayern Munich. The thing for Bayern to worry about is that PSG will take those chances. Yeah. Now, as good as Manuel Neuer is in goal, you you're not having Mbappe missing that many chances or Neymar missing that many chances or even Di Maria who you know outshone both of them um, in the victory over RB Leipzig didn't he with yeah, a hand yeah. in all three goals um, so PSG if, if Bayern Munich defend like that and to be fair they defended like that against Barcelona Barcelona there's been obviously a lot of talk about the eight goals Bayern Munich scored but Barcelona could have easily scored more than the two they did as well in that game so if Bayern Munich defend like that again against uh, PSG then they could well be punished having said that you know, they did defend like that against Barcelona and still scored eight past them. And they defended like that against Lyon and scored three past them. Against Chelsea in the previous round, they won 7 1 on aggregate. The, you know, the score lines were really enough are ridiculous against elite level competition. Yeah. Um, they've won 20 matches in a row across all competitions now, which no German top flight team has ever done. And you think of the great, great Bayern Munich teams of years gone by, you know, won, won three successive uh, European Cups. No German top flight team has ever done that before. So this is a, a truly special group of players, I think. Um, and as much as you know, I could see PSG punishing them if they continue to play with that high line, I've also been backing Bayern Munich for a while now. And I, I don't want to go against that on the um, on the last game, on the final. But it, it's, just, it's just a final which promises to be a classic, I think. So many goals has got to be. Um, I did go for 3-2. But I think to be fair, if we got if I go for a buy and win anyway, I've won anyway. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll stick I'll stick with three two. I, I, I was toying with four two. I can see Bayern getting a few goals. I could see PSG potentially getting more goals than the two they've scored. It's just I I, I cannot wait for this game. I really can't. Yeah. Bayern Munich won all ten Champions League games they've had this season as well, mm. um, in great scoring form. So yeah. I'm going 3-2 Bayern in that one as well, which unfortunately means um, the predictions competition's over without even finding out the results, Matt. Yeah, it's not great, but like I say, it's probably 1-0, isn't it now? So we'll look forward to the next one. And uh, yeah, both both done pretty well, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and yeah, they both promises to be great matches, to be fair, these two finals. Sevilla into Milan on Friday night, PSG versus Bayern Munich on Sunday night. Um, I got a feeling both could go down as classics. Um, and uh, we've got both games covered extensively over on sportsmall.co.uk. We've got features galore looking ahead to 
uh, both games, the histories of the clubs in the respective finals, their road to the final, stories of their seasons, countdowns of the greatest ever Europa League and Champions League finals, and hopefully these two can join those countdowns in the end. Um, so be sure to check that out on the site. Matt and I will be back next week to reveal the results of the Sports Mall Reader Awards uh, for the 2019-20 season. And you can still vote in those um, over on the site and you can find them on our social media channels as well. To make sure you don't miss an episode of this podcast, please do subscribe. <laughs>